Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Doug Show. It's Doug Cunnington here. In this episode, I interview Adam Greenfeld of Find My Formula, and we talk about all sorts of stuff related to getting more done, being productive, and generally being happy. This was a very fun conversation, and I I do have to warn you, there are a couple times where the audio uh, cuts out just a little bit, so it recovers quickly. I apologize for any sort of connection issues that we had, Um, but it was a really fun conversation. Adam is a great guy, and we talk about it in the the interview, but I'm a customer, right? So I, I was recommended to uh, find my formula by a student of mine. He was mentioning that he uses some nootropics and I was like, hey, that sounds interesting. Um, I want to get started using them or at least testing them out to see if it's something I like, but I didn't didn't really know where to start. And one thing I want to mention is uh, find my formula is a little bit, it's like unique because they actually um, like give you different formulas to try, different nootropic stacks to try out, which is uh, very different than the one size fits all. Like if you go to like whatever, uh, like vitamin store or something like that, um, they just have like one thing on the shelf. Usually they don't have, uh, like a, a series of things for you to try. So very important distinction. Anyway, I love the product and I thought maybe these dudes will talk to me if I send them an email. And sure enough, they were down to chat. So um, yeah, we'll get to the interview and quick note, let me let me get you this information. Um, I am an affiliate for Find My Formula Now, which is awesome. So you can get a 20% discount if you use my coupon code, Doug, that's D-O-U-G, and there's a link in the description, but in general, um, that should be uh, pretty easy. Just my name, Doug. So check it out if you're interested in giving it a shot. And I'm super happy. I've gone through a couple months um, already and it's fantastic. So I encourage you to give it a try. So I'll send it over to the interview now. Thanks again to Adam. And um, yeah, well, on to the interview. Let's do it. Hey, what's going on? It's Doug Cunnington here, and I am sitting with Adam Greenfeld. How are you today, Adam? Doing well, Doug, man. Pumped to be here. So, Adam, I, I reached out to you because I'm a, I'm a customer. I, I brought my and it's a little out of focus here, um, but I will I will show the proper image. But I'm a I'm a customer, um, and I was like, hey, this is a great product. I've been using. Um, find my formula for about um, a month. I'm almost done with my first month and I'm really enjoying it. So I just sent you a you know cold email. I guess I'm a customer, but I was like, hey, you want to join me? And you said yes. So this is great. Can you give a little intro on yourself and you know the company? Yeah, so Formula is the world's first personalized nootropics company. Nootropics is a word, an umbrella term that is being used now to categorize any type of supplement or something that you take in your in your mouth that makes your brain work better. Um, so we are the first company to take a personalized approach to that. Um, my partner Dan studied neuroscience at Yale, and while he was there, um, one big understanding that he learned was everyone's brain is entirely unique. And so when it comes to putting together techniques and protocols and strategies for improving brain function, um, there is no one-size-fits-all solution. Um, The only way is through customization and personalization. So two years ago, so we decided the first issue that we had to tackle was data. Two years ago, we started what what became the world's largest um, semi-blind four-way crossover trial ever done on nootropics. Um, we've tested hundreds of ingredients, thousands of participants, collected millions of data points. That is now a recommendation engine. That is the core of our company. Um, so, Doug, you came on. You took a four-minute survey. Um, that was basically your answers were then compared against thousands of others with similar profiles. 
And then we suggested certain mixes of ingredients that you should be trying. We sent you those in daily pill packs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we can speak really honestly about if it works or not. Right. In, uh, in some pre-interview conversation, this is not going to be a whole ad for your company, by the way, but we're going to get into it. But um, in some of the pre-interview questions and just us shooting the shit, really, um, I was like, my productivity has been up a lot, unquantifiable, like directly, but I, I threw out four X and part of it is, you know, out of necessity of me having to get certain things done, but like I have 100% been able to focus better and I just, I feel better too. So, uh, kudos. And again, that's why we're talking because I did enjoy the product. Yeah. And like, listen, the, probably the reason that I'm here is I spend a lot of time as a quote unquote, you know, some people call it biohacker, right? Like I'm basically a guy who is totally obsessed with performing at superhuman levels and want to do it in as little time and as little effort as possible. While, may, while being safe and, and not nerding out too much. Sure. Right. So I, you know, all of my spare time is spent listening to podcasts, reading books, talking to doctors, ex- experimenting on myself. It's like a 50 year journey um, of trying to find things that make me perform uh, really efficiently at work, um, make me really strong at the gym, and keep me in like just a really euphoric mood all the time. Now those are like really both claims and I haven't gotten there yet, but I have this very clear picture of like what I want my life to be. Um, so I experiment with a bunch of things. So maybe we'll be able to like share some techniques and like um, some things that have worked for me, some things that haven't worked some things that I'd like to try. Stuff like that. Right. Well, and before we get into that, um, like the specific stuff, like, you said that you've been into biohacking for a long time. So tell me about that story. Like how, how did you get into it? Why? I, I, I'm not sure. Um, but in some ways, like I've, I think it just came from this idea of just being hyper competitive with myself and with other people. Um, and I, like, I'm, I'm not really gifted in anything, right? I'm, I'm not incredibly intelligent. I'm 5'8", 165 pounds soaking wet. Like, I'm not a big dude. Um, but um, I've always been, like, really strategic from the time I was, like, six years old. Um, and so, you know, I would watch, growing up, I would watch movies, like, superhero movies, and, like, honestly think, like, I can do that, whether it was cognitively or performance-wise. Um, so I always had a lot of self-discipline. Um, so like the caveat with all of the stuff that we'll probably talk about is that I, I do have a lot of self-discipline, right? I am able to get myself to really, I'm I'm good at like saying no to eating stuff. Um, I can push myself. I have pretty high pain tolerances when it comes to like working out and training and things along those lines. So I do understand that that doesn't always, always apply to everyone. Um, but one thing is like just this hyper competitiveness um, that neither of my parents had, right? My parents are not competitive individuals by any means. I have no idea where it came from, but I've always been, I was, I grew up this crazy sports fan and always really wanting to win and always looking for, for ways to do that faster and quicker. Gotcha. Do you have siblings? I do. I have an older sister um, who is also not that competitive. Um, okay. I have no idea where this thing came from. Okay. Well, I was going to say, you know, you probably know some folks that are, uh, they're like the youngest male and they got four older brothers and they're just like, you know, they had to be competitive, but okay. Well, you, no, my parents cool. are like these like hippies from upstate New York. <laughs> right on, right on. By the way, where, where are you located? Where's the company located? Um, we're in Manhattan, in New York, Manhattan, New York. Very cool. Very cool. Right now we're like, uh, just, just on the, just on Union Square. If you're for anyone's familiar with Manhattan, we're, we're right around Union Square. Nice. Downtown. Beautiful nice. sunny day here. So, like, your background, um, well, actually, I'll, I'll ask an open-ended question. What's your background? How did you get pulled into the company and stuff like that? Or did you, was it your idea? Or tell me. So, um, I mentioned before I have a partner, Dan, 
he's got an incredible story. Hopefully you'll spend some time with him as well and he can tell it. Um, my background is, um, you know, this is actually my second bit, my second startup in this space. Um, so I've spent the last few years trying to build nootropic biohacking companies. Um, before that, you know, it was like a serial startup guy, right? Like um, I was in um, real estate tech. We had started a couple fashion tech companies. Um, before that, I worked in pro sports from like a, um, from like a working career wise. I was always on like the marketing and sales side. Um, one big company that I did all of my 20s and then startups into my 30s. Um, but from like a, you know, a health background standpoint, you know, grew up as an athlete. Um, as I said, always hyper competitive. Um, started working out when I was probably in my late teens um, and have carried that ever since. So nutrition, um, performance, strength, speed has always been like a big thing to me. 15 years. Awesome. Cool. So let's get into some of the nitty gritty on nootropics here. And um, you you fed me a couple uh, questions. So I'm just going to start with a couple of those. We'll be transparent. And these are good questions. So I'm just going to use them straight up. Um, yeah. So what is, quote, brain optimization? And why is it important? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Um, the the thing that the problem that we're trying to solve is just like this constant problem that people have of like constantly hazy, never clear, um, this brain fog. Um, we try a million things to try to get rid of it. Um, you know, sometimes it manifests as just feeling off or feeling a little bit moody. Sometimes it's like you can't channel the right words in big situations. Sometimes it's like this need to, you know, you, you need to be creative and, and no new ideas are coming your way. Um, at its core, scientifically speaking, like there's a malfunctioning or a, an improper use of the neurotransmitters in your brain. These, in, these itty bitty chemicals in your brain that just aren't communicating correctly. Um, and so at its core, brain optimization is of doing things or doing small um, small actions in your life that vastly increase how well these itty bitty neurotransmitters work. Um, nootropics, more specifically, um, literally tells your brain to to use a higher percentage of them. Okay, if that makes sense. Yes. And do you have a like go to analogy? for people that maybe got lost in what you were saying, where it's like, maybe go ahead. You, you have one. Um, in terms of brain optimization. Yeah. It's like greasing, greasing the wheels on a squeaky, uh, you know, something with wheels or something. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like a cognitive pick me up. I would say anytime that you just need a cognitive pick me up, uh, um, I would think of that as, as brain optimization. Um, you know, there there are a couple movies that were that were made, which aren't always so great for companies like Line. Um, one was a movie called Limitless. Another one was a movie called Lucy. Um, and the the tough side of movies like that is they set. If no one has seen them, I highly suggest you see them. They're two of my favorite movies. Um, the the bad, the tough side of movies like that is they set these really high expectations for what, you know, um, supplements like ours can do. Right. They don't. So whatever you saw in those movies, it's, that's not what we do. However, what it does is it paints this beautiful picture of, of how powerful the human brain can be and how, how many amazing things it actually can do. Um, the, you know, if, if, if we do, if I do nothing else, in my career, um, other than painting a picture and allowing people to see, even for an instant, how powerful and capable um, the human brain can be, um, it's, it's incredible. You know, most of us go through our entire lives just like perpetually tired, perpetually frustrated, um, you know, perpetually hazy. 
um, kind of with this like fog um, when in when in reality like imagine you could take that away and how clear and this constant flow of ideas um, and productivity could be and so that's basically what we're trying to do in the brain optimization space got it and going back I guess like to the original like sort of question coffee would would count as a nootropic you take it or you, you drink it and then potentially the caffeine um helps you you know come out of that haze a little bit right yeah i mean most of us have had in one way shape or form experience with something underneath this um nootropic umbrella underneath this umbrella is everything from caffeine nicotine b vitamins um, you know, even like MCT oil is, is, is probably underneath that umbrella all the way up to, you know, some more pharmaceutical based things. You know, we've all heard of Adderall and Ritalin and Vyvanse. Um, some people even categorize the more heavily, um, like policed things like psilocybin and LSD underneath this umbrella. Um, so yeah, I mean, anything that you can take that tweaks brain function arguably would be considered a nootropic. Got it. Okay. So in, let's start narrowing it down into sort of like my audience, right? So Niche Site Project yeah. is, is a lot of affiliate marketers. It's people who are a lot of times professionals who have a day job. You know, actually, this is generally my story, right? So I had a day job. Um work in 10, 12 hour days, um, potentially a commute in there in the, at the time in the Atlanta area. So bad traffic. So that's burning a lot of my time. Um, and I wanted to work on side projects, these affiliate marketing sites. Right. And I couldn't carve out the time, um, anywhere else aside from like my sleep, which I I like to sleep and I, I do know a lot of the haze that you're talking about that I experienced in the past was in fact just not getting enough sleep. And if I'm well rested, like I'm in pretty good shape, but I was burning the candle at both ends, waking up at 4 a.m., getting maybe uh, probably like five to six hours per night on most nights, working on weekends and like just trying to, you know, chase my dream, right? Um right. And I, I got by. I was uh, fueled by, I think, a lot of alcohol and caffeine, you know, at the right times of day. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But that is a lot of my audience. And I wonder from like a holistic view, like, I mean, obviously sleep's important, but if that's the only place someone can get it, like, how would you guide them for, you know, getting enough sleep or getting just enough sleep, carving out the time? Um, in being productive with or without nootropics. Totally. Um, yeah, let's start without nootropics. Like, what's everything that you should be doing before you get to nootropics? Or at some So I, I think there might be a, a misconception that in order to get a, a lot of things done in your day, um, you can't sleep. And I only say that because I spent... 12 years of my life, like fully subscribed to this, right? I was living this New York hustler lifestyle where the only way that I could justify a successful day is if I was up at 4.30, I was in the gym by 5.30, I was at the office until 9, 10, 11, was going out. Like, like I lived that. Um, and I thought that I just had to be grumpy all the time, right? Um <laughs> I would challenge someone to say, and even, you know, and, and even I hear it a lot because there were, there were guys like, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I just do. We probably all, a lot of us probably do. Um, for many years, Gary was the, you know, sleep when you're dead, like work your nor day job till seven, work your secondary job till two. Even Gary now is saying like, no, like you need to sleep. Um, just look at what you can do to be the most productive during your waking hours. So for me personally, and there's a lot of science to back this up, I have now made seven hours head on pillow, a non-negotiable. I can also tell you quantifiably 
that the amount of work that I get done from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, even though there are fewer hours that I'm awake now, um, I get way more done. Why? Because, because I'm sleeping seven hours and, and for some people, um, a lot of research shows, like I don't even want to start to say like some people are six hour people and some people are eight hour people. There's a doctor um, named Matthew Walker um, who was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's like my favorite sleep guy. He wrote an incredible book. Um, and like he has a lot of data to back up that there's very few people on planet Earth that can function at optimal levels underneath seven hours. So I'm not going to be like, hey, you might be a six hour person. You're, you're not a six hour person. You're at least a seven hour person. You might be an eight or an eight and a half hour person. But the likelihood is that you're a seven hour person. At least I'm a seven hour person. So I would challenge you for seven days. If you're someone who goes, has to go to sleep at one and has to wake up at five, um, and you're wondering why you're cranky all day, or you're wondering why you have these crazy fits of like mind wandering, or you just like stare at your computer and you can't get work done. And you, it's just like, you have like this feeling of like you're, you can't control your brain. Like your brain's doing whatever it wants. In seven days, seven hours, I, it would be a very, it would be a very valuable experiment just to see how many, how much stuff you're getting done in those waking hours. Um, so committing to seven hours. The, the second thing is um, how much deep sleep you're getting within those seven hours. Now there's a lot of like self-quantified tools now out there that measure your deep sleep, measure your sleep quality, you have aura ring, you have the whoop band. I have friends who do both. I've experimented with them both. I don't use any of them now. Um, the, some things that I can say about sleep. One is the colder it is in your room, the, the deeper generally you're going to sleep. So there's a couple techniques there. One, like my AC is down really low. I'm at like 64, 65 degrees in my room. That's nice. Um, two is on nights where I know I need really good sleep quality, um, I'll take a cold shower before I go to bed. Basically what it starts to do is like drops my body temperature. Um, and then three is... I just don't use really heavy blankets because um, you really want to be, you want to be cold. That's going to drop you into deeper sleep. Two, a lot of people talk about light exposure. I can say that um, limiting the amount of blue light exposure within two hours of going to sleep has really led to much better sleep quality for me. Um, so the way that I do that is on, so I don't use my computer after 10 o'clock. That's like a hard stop. Um, there's also obviously like a Lux or a Flux. So there's apps where you can start limiting where the computer automatically limits the, the amount of blue light that emits as you get later at night. Um, same on my phone as I limit the, and then I honestly just try to put my cell phone down an hour before I go to sleep. Fully transparent. It doesn't really work because I'm kind of addicted to Instagram, but. <laughs> hey, you're just uh, humid. Yeah. It's, it's really it's really fun and then third um they're a little dorky but i bought those blue light glasses um those blue light blocking glasses so well I, I don't know if they work or not what i do notice is that when they go on and it might be placebo um i do start shutting down i do start shutting down um we can get into supplements there's melatonin supplements um CBD supplements. I have plenty of friends who have, we don't do melatonin yet. We don't do CBD. Um, so I can't speak from like a huge amount of data like I can on the nootropics that we do work with. Um, I can say for me, CBD gets me to go to sleep, but I'm sometimes a little groggy in the morning. So experiment. Um, experiment, I should like. But okay. sleep's really important. Gotcha. And I, but I personally like realized after I got through, you know, waking up like way too early, like I was able to get some good work done in the morning, which was my own, my own work for my own side project. So that was good. But yeah, in the afternoon I was like, I was toast, you know, but luckily that was someone else's work that I was doing for the company, you know? So I was doing just good enough. And, um, you know, with, with a corporation, I kind of slipped through the cracks. I'll be honest with you too. Um, but 
once I started getting more sleep, it's like, wow, I can get so much more done. It's like, you know, night and day. It's amazing. So with the like cold exposure that you were mentioning before and just having it cooler at night, um, like the cold shower that you're talking about, like how, how cold are you? I mean, you, you do this all the time. So you're probably going as cold as you can get in with your New York cold, New York water. Right. And then, um, how long are those showers? Yeah. So I, I, I have a pretty fun, so cold showers are not easy. They're going to be super shocking. Um, if you are interested in getting into cold showers, which I highly recommend, um, and has been a real, it's a really cheap and easy way to get, um, a much better brain function. So I take them in the morning and I take them at night. Um, I take them every morning and then I take them at night when I have a gut feeling that I'm going to have a hard time falling asleep. So, um, preparing for cold showers, two parts. First part is breath work. So there's a guy, um, some of you may have heard him. His name is Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F. Um, he's a Dutch guy, um, who has created a breathing protocol that takes about 10 to 12 minutes that you do. It's basically like hyperventilation, um, I've been studying his method for years, basically hyperventilation. Um, it quickly oxidize or uh, quickly alkalizes your entire body or gets oxygen to all parts of your body and prepares you um, to go into like an, an extreme cold situation with a lot more mercy. So look him up on YouTube. Um, Vice did an incredible documentary on him. Um, it's like 20, 25 minutes, I think. It might be a little bit longer. Um, where it gives you like his full story and, and interviews and all the science behind the efficacy of, of um, over oxygenating your, your body. Secondly, a really simple and easy way to do cold showers. So um, start really easy, half hot, half cold. Just at the beginning, as long as it's colder than your normal hot shower, you're probably doing good. Um, here's how you're going to do it. You're going to step out of the main shower you're going to turn on the cold, right? You're going to go first, your right hand. You're going to put your right hand in with your other hand. You're literally going to just massage the top of your skin. So the shock of a cold shower, the reason that it's so violent is that your brain interprets the cold as a risk. It feels like your body's under attack and it cuts off communication with that, with that body part. So basically what you're doing is going by going limb limb by limb and just like a very light massage what you're doing is keeping that clear communication with your brain and that pain or that shock that you go into never triggers you're going to go literally right arm left arm you go like uh, right leg left leg you go body chest genitals turn around you'll do the same thing as soon as you're done with your whole body it'll probably be about 30 seconds 35 seconds and you're done that's your cold shower got it that is yeah, a much helpful. longer explanation than I think you were looking for. <laughs> no, that's very good. So detailed too. You know, you don't want to forget about the genitals. So you don't want to forget about the genitals. <laughs> so that one, I was going to say, I lived in um, Montana for a few years and I dabbled with cold showers. The water there is very extremely cold, like out of the tap in the winter. So like I couldn't get like all the way like cold water because it was like, I mean, I didn't put in enough time. I'm sure it's possible, but it was probably coming out in the like mid thirties. Like it's pretty cold. So that's um, super cold. Yeah. In New York, we're probably like high forties. If I'm like all cold, full blast, it's probably like mid, like high forties. My guess would be, um, yeah. Cause I'll do like cold plunges and we have like a whole biohacker community here that takes ice baths together. Um, where I know it's in the thirties and that's a lot more violent than my cold showers. Gotcha. And now, now that I say it out loud, um, I never actually checked, but it was very cold. I'll just put it that way. So I, I, I don't, I don't doubt. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we, we talked about getting good sleep and just generally like getting the rest. So, um, if a we person, yo, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I know you brought up like that, 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 two o'clock, three o'clock, mid afternoon dive. 
Um, I've experimented with some ways to avoid that as well. Um, if you want to go into that, if not totally fine, we can go on your questioning, but I have some good, good hacks for that two o'clock, three o'clock. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I was, that, that was a huge problem in my life was this fact that every day at two, three o'clock, um, for some reason, like everything would shut down. Um, I was having dinner with a friend who was a neuroscientist and basically he starts explaining to me that the, what you need to understand is that why does your brain and body shut down at that time? Um, and it's basically because of, it, it runs out of fuel. Um, and the reason it runs out of fuel is because the, you fed it too much. I'm, I'm cutting to the chase, right? You fed it too much sugar too early on in the day. Um, so right now, what ends up ha- what, what's very hot are these high-fat diets, right? Ketogenic diet. People may or may not have heard of it. If you're not familiar with ketogenic diet, it's basically a really high-fat diet where you're eating things like avocados and nuts and you're cooking things in butter. You're eating eggs with yolks. You're eating... Um, you know, steaks with the fat in it, basically what that, and, and you're re- totally removing carbohydrates from your diet, right? What that's doing is it's allowing your body to run entirely on energy produced from fat. So what's the difference between running on energy produced from fat versus running on energy produced from sugar? So energy produced from sugar gives you this really awesome spike. It works very quickly and very efficiently but it doesn't stick around very long. And then you obviously have those dips, right? Energy from fat is like, think of it as like this slow trickle of energy. So rather than going up and then crashing down, it's this slow, steady, continuous flow of energy. So converting from a high sugar or carbohydrate diet to a primarily fat-based diet, um, totally did away with all of those mid-afternoon crashes. Um, what also helped was that I started skipping breakfast, a practice called intermittent fasting, where you fit all of your food within an eight-hour window. So now I eat all of my food between 12 noon and 8 p.m. And so what that does is that in the morning, I'm still able to drink coffee so I, and take my nootropics, so I get like the energy I need to kickstart my day. I have my first meal about 12, 15, 12, 30. And then as that fat really starts dripping into my, my system, um, you know, two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, arguably are some of my most productive moments. Got it. And we didn't know we were going to talk about this, but you are like, um, you're blowing my mind because I recently got into intermittent fasting a little more seriously. And, um, I feel awesome. Like I've just had some coffee today and some herbal teas and stuff like that. Plus the clarity blend, you know, the, (laughs) from your, from your package here. And I'm getting, um, so much more done, you know, like I was mentioning, but also the afternoon, um, it's great. And sometimes I'm, I'm experimenting. So I'm pushing my, my first meal into like the three o'clock range. So I'll have like sort of a lighter, lighter meal, um, really careful. And it's super obvious, by the way, if someone hasn't tried this, um, it's very obvious that like, if I have a, a poorly selected meal, let's say, um, a big fat sandwich, say a club sandwich or something in the, at lunchtime or something, all the carbs will totally crush me. And now it's like so clear why for, Oh, most of my life up until I was doing this, I was just like eating like totally the wrong stuff, like very little fat. I mean, this it's when we grew up, right? It was like low fat, like, you know, you got the uh, pyramid, eat all this bread. I'm thinking pasta is good for me. And like, as I step back and now we're older, you know, science is a little scientist or a little smarter now. So, um, yeah, I've, I feel awesome. The intermittent fasting has been like game changer. And I'm like, how long can I like push out my first meal? So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, um, for people who are thinking about trying it, it's not easy. Um, it took me, so best way to start this thing, right? Yeah. What's the best way to start? 
in essence, it's skipping breakfast, right? So the goal should be skip breakfast. You know, the, the technical terms that all of us biohackers use with the eating window and the 16-hour fast it can be a little daunting. The goal is to skip breakfast. Um, for people like me, it took me six months on a ketogenic diet before I was able to skip breakfast because I loved breakfast so much. So intermittent fasting was really, really tough for me. Now, on the flip side, I mean, my di- like I, I, I notice a huge difference on days that I eat early in the day. Just on like, I'm just slower and I'm a little heavier. With that being said, if if you can just tomorrow morning wake up and say I'm not going to eat breakfast, I'll have a couple coffees, maybe I'll take some energy supplements just to get me through the day, um, and I don't have to eat till lunch. Boom, you're there. For the population of people who are like cannot dream about skipping breakfast, here's how you're going to do it. The ultimate goal is intermittent fasting. Basically, what you need to do is front load your day with as many fats as you can, right? Um, So if in the journey of starting to fast, the first step is eating as much fat early in the day as you can. Um, So that means whole eggs for breakfast, um, avocados, cooking things in butter, buying some MCT oil. Um, what that'll do is to train your body over a couple months that it's going to get like slow, steady energy each day. Um, the reason right now you probably have such a hard time skipping breakfast is because your body has is just used to these huge energy spikes. And so it doesn't know exactly when it's going to get its next hit. Um, so it's constantly triggering hunger pangs. Um, and so if you can start training it to expect that it's going to get slow, steady energy from fat, um, it'll be much easier for you to start skipping meals. Cool. And, and by the way, yeah, it took me a little while to, to get into it in this last, this last time when I actually like ramped it up and, you know, intermittent fasting for longer periods. Um, it was, it was pretty rough. I mean, you feel like you're going to starve to death, but like, you know, you're going to be okay. And I, I mean, I needed to lose a few pounds and I leaned up like pretty quick. Um, mm. It was a long winter and I drank, you know, I think I mentioned alcohol already once. I, I drink a lot of beer. So like mm-hmm. that's uh, non-negotiable generally. Um, but there's a lot of calories. What's that? Uh, as you should. Like, yeah. You work you work hard, play hard. It's things that bring, bring you joy. Yeah. So the, the beer, the beer is in, it's a lot of calories and it sort of it violates all the other things that I mentioned, but you're not usually drinking beer in the morning. So, um, wait, so tell me, so tell so you're doing seven days a week. You're fasting. No, it's only been about, I'm doing like two to four days. Um, okay. something like that. And on the weekends, you know, my, my wife and I will go out for breakfast and I'll eat whatever. And I just, you know, I'll, I generally will eat what I normally would have had anyway. Um, so I'm trying to really, you know, still enjoy the food that I enjoy. I love pizza. So pizza is a great one, um, for the weekends and having, having the beers and stuff like that. So the, so two to three days a week, you're not eating until two to three o'clock. Yep. That's right. And how much weight did you lose? Um, I think it's been about six, six or seven pounds or so. And are you, are you working out or was it just two to three days of skipping one meal? Um, I'm, I'm also working out, but about this, I've, I usually work out anyway. So it's roughly the same like activity level, maybe a tiny bit more. Cause I'm not, um, I'm not like, sort of groggy in the afternoon. So I may be able to get in another, I have a dog, so I walk the dog a lot. Um, so yeah, that generally from the intermittent fasting. Dude, that's like insane results. Yeah. Ooh, I've been doing it that's for like a few weeks. So, so it's weeks. Weeks. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, like that's incredible amounts of results for very little amount of work. Like that is, that's like definition of biohacking. Yeah. Right. You, you, like same amount of activity. You're, you know, you're only sacrificing three of seven days a week. You're only skipping one meal. 
and you're seeing physical, like pretty sizable physical. Like you're not a how how much you you're not that big guy. Like six seven pounds. Like there's probably a noticeable difference in the way that you look and feel. Dude, that's pretty sick. I'm Thanks. impressed. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was, like I said, it was rough for a few days and then the hard part is like for, you know, the first couple weeks, nothing really happened. And then like something happened after about three weeks and I was like, okay, like the weight just kind of came off. So I'm not, not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, it's been good. And I, like I said, I feel better and all that stuff. So that's huge. That's huge. And okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But and it's okay. We can go on tangents. Were you were you gonna say something else? No, 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 that was it. All right, cool. I'm really impressed. Thank I'm really you. impressed. It makes it makes me wanna it makes me wanna push it till two or three o'clock now. Yeah, and like I said, I, I realized that when I eat, I was like just slowing down a little bit. So I was like, All right, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna eat for a little bit longer until I'm done with what I gotta do. So um okay, move moving on. I, one of the reasons why I, I ordered from you guys is it it made sense to me that there's not like one pill with this generic blend, um, because I can go down to GNC or I could order from some of the other companies and it's one size fits all, which obviously I know that's not true. You, You mentioned that yourself. So how did you guys come up with the idea to take the approach of putting together these unique blends and that sort of thing. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's no mystery. Like there's more variations in brain chemistry than there are in the rest of the body combined. Um, the, the note, like if you look at it, like totally objectively, the notion of creating a one size fits all like solution for your brain is if Nike just created the Air Jordan one in a size nine and and you expected everyone like, it's just not going to happen. Right. So like you have to take two things really into consideration when it comes to brain optimization, you have to take one is like, what's, what's your chemistry? Like what, what are the chemicals in your brain? What's your biology going to respond to? And then two, like what's your definition or, or, how does the individual categorize what better brain function is? Um, the reality is like your brain needs different areas to fire on days where, you know, you're going to a ton of meetings. You're going to need different area to fire than on days you're sitting in front of a computer and doing creative work, which is a different part of your brain that you're going to need on days that you're sitting in front of a spreadsheet. You're going to need different parts of your brain to work on tasks that you really enjoy and a separate part of your brain to work on tasks that you find really boring. Um, and so we needed to ask those two questions and we created a product or a company that was able to customize for biology and for objective. Um, and the, that's the only way for it to work on, on the vast amount of people. Um, while we were doing all the research, we also um, tested out all the competitors. And what we found was when we control the team, um, one size it's all supplements by and large, um, worked about 50% of the people by zero. So they had about 50% chance that one size fits all supplement is going to connect with your biology. With us, um, after going through a month, we, we can find at least one formula that works with 87% of our customers. So the efficacy just goes from 50% to nearly 90% um, just by introducing uh, this variation. Gotcha. And so for me specifically, I've had, you know, there's, there's four blends. What, what are they again? The four, which the four that you got. Um, right. It, yeah. Do you have them in front of you? I do. So, uh, it's creativity, clarity, energy, and logic. And my question is like how they all seem fine to me. I didn't have any like, um, ill effects from any of them. I felt like I could focus a little better after, you know, taking any of them. Um, I've, I've taken notes, so a little bit of a journal to, you know, make sure I know what I, what I took when I can look back on what I did those days and that sort of thing. But like, 
like how can someone quantify or know that a certain blend is working well for them? So the first thing to, th- to remember is in, in our process, it's just as important for someone to identify what doesn't work as it is what, what does work. Um, you know, the likelihood that every blend is going to, or every formula is going to connect with every single person is just an unrealistic expectation. Not even like some of the blends in your box, like don't work for me. They just don't match with my biology. Um, so that's one. Two is, um, the way that I look at it is I have a very specific, I set a very specific objective. I'm a big productivity guy. So with me, it's, Productivity and like creativity are the two things that I generally will be able to measure and the two most important things that I take nootropics for. So, um, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to tell on days where, um, I'm just like crushing my to-do list. Right. And for me, it, a lot of the time it's like, how quickly can I transition from task to task in the shortest amount of time possible? So I noticed um, in a prior company, I was the CEO of another company, and a big issue that I had, and this is actually when I first found nootropics, a big issue that I had was that people would pop into my office um, and ask me questions, and I would help them. And then to recalibrate and go back to what it was that I was doing would take so much time. And I, I measured it. It would actually take me 15 minutes. Every time someone like popped in for a got a minute meeting, for me to go back to my original task. And it would happen, I averaged it out at between five and six times a day. We had a pretty big, we had a pretty big staff. Totally acceptable. That's what I was there for. I'm there for God admitted meetings. Um, however, that was an hour to an hour and a half a day of just recalibrating. So that means that's six hours a week, arguably six hours a week. And across a year, I was making good amount of money that was costing my company a lot of money enter my first nootropic stack that i did on my own as like a rogue biohacker i was able to get that recalibration time from 15 minutes to two minutes right so basically i was able to when i was on proper nootropics someone would pop into my office we'd do whatever it is we do and then i'd be able to sink back in to deep work on whatever it was i was doing in two minutes I mean, just the, that was the game changer for me. That's when I fell in love with nootropics. Six months later, I started my own nootropics company. (laughs) Like that's, that's what an insane impact that had in my life. Just this, this ability to transition quickly from task to task to task. So for me, a nootropic that works for me is going to be, is going to um, increase my productivity. Second is creativity. Um, I do a ton of talking. Um, you know, I'm out, you know, meeting with partners and working with people, and um, I do a lot of face-to-face interactions. And like, th- my happiness quotient is based in primarily on my ability to connect with people and have like really rich, engaging, loving conversations. And so, a lot of that has to do with like, am I able to channel the right words? Am I able to verbalize what it is that I'm thinking? Am I able to come up with fun ideas or good ideas or say something funny um, at a moment's notice? And so a good nootropic for me is going to do one or one of those two things. Got it. Interesting. And that that's amazing. The um, task switching and recovery period. Cause that, that really, um, that really gets me, especially, you know, working from home, um, the interruptions can really, you know, take me off task. And then, I mean, there were times when I used to spiral just out of control and like lose the day, right? You know, maybe if you're not getting enough rest, you're a little grouchy, like you get interrupted and it's like, ah, like, what am I going to do? And then, yeah, I, I mean, that's amazing. So I'm rambling on now, but very cool. No, and like, for everyone, um, and it's not always going to be as obvious as it is to me, right? Um, but anyone who's trying nootropics for the first time, 
should have like a quantifiable um, way to tell if it's working or not. Um, you know, listen, if, if you're taking a, you know, and one of our nootropics is really great to take before the gym. Listen, it's something you can tell right away. Like you're in the gym, you take our energy, our energy nootrope, our energy stack is like our best quote unquote pre-workout or like something that people take before training. That's really easy to tell, right? You, get, you took the energy stack, you went into the gym, were you faster? Did you last longer? And were you stronger? Then it works. But a lot of the things that we're taking in for work-based optimization, sometimes it's a little bit tougher. Um, and, and I can't pretend to sit here and have the answer for exactly how to measure for every individual person. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a question that we can all ask ourselves. What, what do you, how do you, what, how are you thinking about this? So as you're going through your first month here, um, you're, you know, obviously happy. Um, what, how do you know you're happy with this stuff? It's been, it's been a little bit tough, which is, you know, part of the reason I asked the question, but I was trying to take the, you know, the right, um, supplement or nootropic for the activity that I was going to do. So the other day, for example, I was writing a long blog post. Um, I knew what I was going to be writing from, you know, days before, which is always helpful from a productivity standpoint. Um, I knew what I was going to work on and I believe I took the creativity. Um, do you call it a blend? Is that what you call it? Blend. Well, I call it, we call it formula. Formula. Stay Stick on with brand. the brand. Yeah. yeah. So the creativity formula and I felt awesome writing. I didn't get distracted. Number one. And I was able to get my ideas out and I wrote, I think about 1500 words in, about 90 minutes, which is a lot for me. I know some writers can really churn it out, but I get pulled off task all the time. But, you know, I think a couple things were in play there where I knew what I was going to write and I took the, hopefully the, the proper formula there. Um, and then by the time I finished, I was like, that went well. I got more than I expected done. I would have been happy with 500 words. Um, so that, that's one just snapshot. Uh, another time it's been actually most of the time it's a lot a lot more of a um just i guess subjective so maybe i i'm going to be working on some spreadsheets right so doing my books or something like that so i will take the logic formula which i think probably aligns for spreadsheets and you know i may or may not notice anything specific, but I finished what I intended in roughly the amount of time. So a lot of times I will underestimate how long it takes me to do something. Potentially it's because of distractions and going off task or my phone buzzes and something happens, but it, it could be, you know, I was focused, I took the proper formula and I was working on the right task for it. So is that the right approach sort of? Yeah. Um, it actually reminds me. So my, my 76 year old father takes this, takes formula. And he asked me the exact same question last week because we're going through him and, and we're, we're going through like a really intense, like optimization process with him. Um, just cause he's my dad and, and it's a fun way to, you know, connect with him. Um, and he's really trying to figure out like, how do I measure? if these things work or not, like how do I score it? And he's taking really good notes. Um, and what we ended up netting it out to be was, um, how, 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 um, content is he on his trip home from work each evening? So what, what we, well, the line of questioning basically started out was like, how do you know when you have a crappy day? How do you know, like, when does it register that you, that you are, are really frustrated? And he's like, you know, it's like these trips home in the car, six, seven o'clock. He still, he, you know, he owns a small, a small business, local business in the town that we grew up in. And he's like, you know, there's these moments in the car where you just have this feeling like you just didn't get it done. Like, there's, it's just like this frustration, this anxiety, this like feeling. And I was like, well, that's what we need to, that's what the nootropics are there for. Like, that's your motivation for taking these. 
is to avoid that moment at 7 o'clock or 6.30 every day when you're in the car listening to the radio and you just felt like. So let's figure out how many days a week you have that feeling and how many days you don't have that feeling. If there's more days that you don't have that feeling um, than you do, then the nootropics are working, right? Because um, it's going to be different with everyone, right? Like, he's 76 years old, right? Like, He's been working for 50 years more, right? Like, how much more productive is he going to be? Right. Um, you know, he's, he's, there's no way, you know, he can work the way that I work or he's going to be able to accomplish what he, The goal with him is that one moment during the day where he just, like, has that feeling of accomplishment. Um, and the more that I look at it with me, it's the same, right? There's these days at night when I'm cooking dinner where I just know, like, I didn't get enough done today. I was just, uh, I just, I don't feel complete. And then there's days where I'm like, man, I crushed today. I feel so complete. Like I could have left the office two hours early and still been great. Yeah. Um, That's perfect. That's perfect. Cause like I was going to say, talking to my wife, how's your day? Blah, blah, blah. I crushed it today. I got so much done faster than I thought, blah, blah, blah. Like that's it. Like that you, you nailed it. You and your dad nailed that. Yeah. Uh, and I think like, yeah, so that's how you're going to know. That's how you're going to know if these nootropics are working. How many days a month is, is, is that feeling there? And then as we go on and as we continue to optimize for you, we'll be able to like really hone down um, on specific like, you know, some people use Pomodoros or, um, you know, like really ways on measuring like specific productivity tasks. Um, but for right now, at least in these first months, first couple months, it's going to be like, do I feel complete? Do I feel content? Got it. Very good. So let's, uh, we'll start wrapping up. I know we're going a little long here, but um, got a couple of sort of quick hit quick hit questions here. So for the people that are maybe concerned about taking nootropics and they're not sure if it's safe, what can you, you know, tell them to make them feel a little more comfortable to try it out? Yeah. I mean, you're talking to the biggest safety skeptic uh, that there is. Um, I, from the, I mean, I was, I've asked all the questions since the beginning. Um, in reality, the, any nootropic we have built, specifically us. I can speak for us. I can't speak for everybody else. Um, for us, we have put together a board of MDs and PhDs from uh, Yale, MIT, Stanford, Penn, who have put together a code of ethics that all of our ingredients go through. So anything that we use is either FDA approved or has gone through phase three clinical trials. Um, any, the way that we have, we've tested 127 different ingredients. Um, the formulas that we use now use much fewer than 127 unique ingredients. The ingredients that we use now, we use because they had the highest efficacy scores. So the most people reported that they delivered what they wanted it to deliver. And they had the lowest side effect profiles. So they had the least amount of side effects. Um, so there are ingredients that you can take that have, you know, better results, but come with side effects. We don't use those. And then there's ingredients that you can take like multivitamins that have no side effects. Um, but you don't feel them that they're not, they're not going to give you the measurable results. Um, with that being said, um, there are, there are occurrences, there are some ingredients that, you know, that you might get and you might experience a headache. You might experience a little upset stomach. Um, on a case-by-case basis, that might mean that you remove those from what it is that you do. You stop using them. Um, in other cases, you know, after one or two times taking it, that kind of goes away. Um, but there is a risk that there might be some headaches or upset stomach. I'm not going to sit here and say that there is. Um, but by and large, we take safety incredibly serious. Um, and we use only ingredients that are in, that are very, very well researched by us and by our doctors, but also by third parties. Got it. 
And on a similar note, you know, one may be tempted to like take nootropics every day, all the time. Like, what do you, what do you do, Adam? Like how, how often, how many days? So I take them five to six times a week. Um, here's the reality. The human body gets used to stuff. Attenuation is real. I can't sit here and tell you, oh, we have these magic pills and your body's not going to get used to it. Your body has the ability to, to adapt to things. So here's how you overcome adapt, like your body getting used to it or attenuating. One, you constantly vary what it is. You're not taking the same supplements every single day. So you have two, three different formulas that you switch in day in, day out. You're not taking the same thing every day. Two, take a couple of days off, right? I take at least one, sometimes two um, days off every month. And that's just in hopes that these formulas work for me for longer. Um, I have a, a several people who are like, who use formula on a emer- like on an emergency case. So it's like, I've, we have plenty of customers who get a new box, not every month, but every two or three months. And then only, they only take them on days after they had a really bad night's sleep. Or they only take them on days that they have like a really big meeting or they only take them like, like the breaking case of emergency tool. And that's totally fine too. Um, I personally use integrate nootropics five, like each day that I work. Um, but some people just use them when they want them. Okay. And you say five to six days, right? So is that like a, a formula? in the morning and a formula in the afternoon or just one or what, whatever you need for that day. Yeah. So I gen, I am a one pack a day guy. Um, we do have also everything that we made is specifically engineered to be safe up to two packs a day. Um, so if you can, you can show people, uh, I don't have any in front of me, but, and, you know, it's basically these white pill packs. There's between two and six different capsules in each pack. Um, they are all designed to be able to be mixed and matched opportunistically. So we have a lot of people who take, yep, perfect. We have a lot of people who take one in the morning. And then if um, they'll take another one after lunch. Um, and that would, you know, that gives you like you're cooking for like 12 to 15 hours. You're, you're feeling really, really good. Um, me personally, most days I'm, I'm taking one in the morning and that lasts me until eight, nine o'clock at night. Perfect. Okay. And, and I was going to say, I, w- I have been taking two and like one pretty early in the morning and then one sort of in the afternoon seems fine. Um, there may have been a couple days where I had, um, too much coffee, you know, during the day as well, or too late in the afternoon. And then maybe I didn't fall asleep as well, or it could have been, obviously there's so many variables for every person that I can't, maybe I ate too much dinner or something like that. And it was just a little full, but yeah. Okay. Just trying to set, figure out where I am on the spectrum and that's good to hear. So you'll be, you'll, you're good to go with one formula per day. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Cool. And I, I also, but I also do admittedly, um, I over coffee for sure. Over coffee. Um, love it. I drink. Yeah, I just do. I just love it. I love coffee. Yeah. It, yeah. It just, it smells good. It tastes good. I just, I want to have, have that. So social and take, I do it drinking on all my meetings. Yeah. It just happens now. So any other tips or anything specific you want to share just in general before we wrap it up here? Um, I'm, I make myself available. Um, cool. I am by no means, um, the be all end all, but I have, but I really enjoy and spend a lot of time experimenting with ways to be more productive. Um, and so, I mean, people can reach out to me. It's Adam at findmyformula.com. I'm always down to, you know, trade secrets or trade war stories um, with anyone or, or you can, I'm also the one most of the time who's monitoring our Instagram. So it's at find my formula. Um, you can drop us a DM um, and more than happy to help any which way, whether it's, uh, 
helping navigate the nootropic sphere or some other fun techniques that we've done, or even if I can just be of moral support as someone's going through, you know, experimenting with cold showers or experimenting with intermittent fasting or needs help with some fun keto products. Um, or if you're in the New York area and you want to work out, I'm always down for a new workout, buddy. Right on. Well, thanks. I will obviously put links for everything so it'll be easy for folks to find. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave comments below and I'll help, uh, you know, make sure we, we get answers to folks if they have them. And if you're listening on the podcast, of course, you can check out the show notes. And like I said, I'll link up everything for Adam and find my formula. All thanks, right. Guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Adam. Have a good day. Yeah. Thanks again to the Find My Formula crew and Adam for taking the time to chat with me. I know uh, he's a busy dude and it was a really fun conversation. Don't forget, you can get a 20% discount on your order with Find My Formula. Just use the coupon code DOUG. As I mentioned before, I'm not just an affiliate, but I'm a customer too. I really enjoy using the product. And in fact, um, when I do uh, recordings, a lot of times I'll use either the clarity formula or the creativity formula. And I think the creativity formula may be the right one for me. Um, I really do a good job uh, writing and creating content and I did some uh, podcast recordings today aside from this one and I took the uh, creativity formula and I feel pretty good I like it so um, anyway give it a shot if you're interested and keep an eye out on the YouTube side for a breakdown and review of everything that I got in my formula box and the actually the, the two formula boxes that I've gotten so far. And I am, uh, you know, I'm going to stick with the subscription. I like it. So have a great day. We'll catch you next time.